Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 226 of Silence in a Year along with Alicia Soto and layperson Lisa, the spoiled women of this show as we with said the spoiled on the, man of the show. Of this uh, last episode. I do want to give a shout out to my Granny Reeves because her birthday was February 26th, which is 226. So whenever I see that number, I always think of her. So I know that she is interceding for me up in heaven. And I cannot wait to see you along with Jesus one day, Granny. And so, Alicia. There we go. Mm -hmm. All right, so the title for today is Friendship with God and the Word is Radical. Mm -hmm. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how Jesus calls us to be radical. Um, he was a very radical person. He, you know, he was friends with prostitutes and tax collectors. And, you know, he did these things that the, um, the Pharisees told him, oh, you can't, you know, pick the wheat and eat it on Sundays. And, you know, he did all of those things. He turned over tables in the, um, in the temple when they, when he felt that it was being abused because it was, um, he was a very radical person. And I think sometimes society teaches us that we have to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. We can't, don't ruffle nobody's feathers and, you know, all of that kind of stuff and just go with it. And that's not what Jesus is telling us is, you know, and it reminded me of, so if you've seen the, um, the image of the chosen and that the fish are, are swimming one way and then it has one lone fish swimming the opposite direction and before you know it there's a whole bunch he's kind of changed lives and you know they're 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 swimming the opposite direction i think that's what we're called to do is to be radical for jesus yeah and in today's world secular world as we've been talking about uh, and it it is true that god the idea of god and who he is is still extremely radical. I mean, we talk about all of these other things in our world that are radical, but at the same time, the world is, 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 is in many ways, is trying to move away from God. And right, so when you start to talk about God, it is, is a radical concept because the idea of living out of freedom in Jesus is completely countercultural to what everybody thinks freedom is. And so it becomes even more radical as a result of that when you start telling people that, look, this is real truth and this is how you find real freedom. Because it's not always easy to achieve. It's like you've got to work through it to recognize the freedom. You know, you got to work for it. Lisa. It's radical to desire a friendship with Jesus. I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. Anyway, yes, so um, the whole, um, <laughs> the whole, so um, I've kind of, been like so there's a saint well almost his name is blessed solanus casey she's been on it on, on a roll with so this, this is week. well the, particularly this week he's just been kind of like brought to the forefront of my mind um but i had discovered him a few months ago and um he we have like this we have uh so the reason i think I'm, i was originally drawn to him was because he was from the saint he served in the um in New York, where I'm from, at a church that my dad used to go to, like years and years um, after um, so, he so your had dad passed, knew him, right? No, no, okay. After he had, I'm getting there. Sorry, sorry, a little, I'm a little slow today with my words. So after, no, no, he passed in 1957. So like 40 years later is when my dad started going to this parish. Um, oh, okay. But it was, it's cool that there was like a a, a blessed. There. Anyway, he's known for his, um, he was a very humble man, and um, he had like this deep friendship with God, and 
he when he was in the seminary he got almost i don't know if thrown out is the right word but he kind of like he wasn't doing well in his studies and he got um transferred to some other he had to transfer orders because of that and even when he completed seminary he was not his grades weren't very good so they didn't allow him to offer confession or to give homilies and so he but he was still a priest he was still a priest he was a simple priest they call it and so he but he also had the main his main wow. job was the porter so he would answer the door mm. at the parishes and the seminaries that he served at and people came from like far and wide to talk to him because he had such wisdom um to share and he's the patron saint patron blessed of um apparent failure or like um obstacles so he just you know like it's just he had this like determination that and this friendship with god so he wasn't gonna let the world and what people thought of his ability stop him and he was still joy filled because of that deep relationship um with jesus and a lot of times if you don't have that radical love then you would have people would have just given given up well you know think about the saints that were extremely radical yeah um and that's that's why they were saints um uh, because you know i think about um saint uh, therese so when that had tuberculosis right mm -hmm. um and that you know they would blame her for doing things that she didn't even do and she'd be like okay <laughs> and she and she would she would just take them um she was the one who was assigned the nun who her one of her sisters that was really mean to her and would treat her really bad and she never retaliated against her she would just treat her so nice that's not what the world tells us. The world says, okay, get back at them. Okay, you have to, you know, do something to, to make them feel bad for what they did. And these saints are, were not. They were so radical in the way that they treated people. Um, that's why they're saints. Mm -hmm. Those should be our heroes. We should be radical just like they were um, in their love of God to get closer and strengthen their relationship with Jesus. So let's make one thing clear. They didn't start out that way. Oh, no. And rest assured that they had all of the same struggles that many of us have in our pursuit of growing in holiness, which can only be found in a deeper relationship with Jesus himself, mm -hmm. which means we need to spend time with him. And what Cardinal Sarah is saying that is that we need to spend time with him in silence. And if we do that, then we can begin to grow in greater holiness. And as a result of that, and I was talking to someone today, and over the last couple of days, I've had several conversations with um, how do you deal with difficult situations or things that you have no control over. And I think Jesus would very simply tell us to respond in love. Okay, And so at the very basis of everything we do is to respond in love. And when we do that, then we grow in holiness. We're not being controlled by negative feelings or our desire to have to say things. But as you all suggested, we're bearing wrongs patiently. And if we can do that, then we're going to grow in holiness. Lisa? That's a real challenge. It is. Yeah. It is. But, I mean, the saints had the same challenges. No, I know. So no. there's hope for all of us. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We can all strive for that gift to be able to bear wrongs patiently. But that's that's just... Like you mentioned, the people that you talk to, like that's just, it's just frustrating. Well, I don't know their situations, but I'm just saying, like for myself, it's it's frustrating. And yeah, then like I lose focus and then I don't act out of a place of love. I act out of a place of frustration. 
Right. And I'm being a spoiled child. Which is not healthy for who? Me. And right. the people. And mostly you. With. Right? Because you know, sometimes you don't necessarily even verbalize that to the other person. You hold it in. Yeah, right? but then like you said, it also kind of reflects poorly. Like we had a conversation before we started talking. Uh, like it reflects poorly on me. On any of us, yes. Yeah. When we don't yeah. bear the wrong patiently, it affects us. And then it can have an effect on how we act or treat other people, whether we intend it to or not. Right. So it may not be overt, but it is certainly um, not overt, whatever that word is. So takeaway question from one of the ladies. How can you live your life more radically for Jesus? Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, give us the courage and the strength and the perseverance to live only for you and to do that radically. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you later. Bye.